Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. So we're not going to lie, it's been like two weeks since we've done this. Yeah, it's been a really long time. I Which you, you guys don't know because we've been still, you know, letting things out. But yeah, it feels weird. I haven't seen but you a good in forever. Weird. Yeah. It's a brand new year. It's like, what's our groove? I forgot. I know. I'm a little out of whack, but it felt so good to take a break. It did, but I missed you. I missed you too. Yeah. I mean, we've talked, right? But, but you it's know, than face me. to face is different. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna say I'm refreshed because I'm not refreshed, but I'm refreshed in this sense. <laughs> I'm refreshed. <laughs> I'm refreshed in the sense that we haven't. I haven't really done much in the sense of this work yeah i haven't prepared for the you've done a lot of of it because you do all the releasing the podcast and the editing and the the social media social media stuff and i have taken a break from social media and et cetera et cetera yeah so i've been slacking well see i feel like i've been slacking because (laughs) of the show it opens (laughs) next friday the show that we're directing opens next friday You've been a little busy. So we're on crunch time, which it feels good that we are not having to do as much as we've had to do in the past because our production team grows each production we do, right? We get more people that want to help us, thankfully. (laughs) Nice. So like instead of being at the theater until... Sorry, I have a frog in my throat. <clears throat> Until midnight, painting or whatever, we can go home after rehearsal is done, after we give notes. But so we're just doing the finishing touches, though, right now, like finishing any remainder pro- uh, props because I got a cricket for Christmas. Well, it was a late Christmas present. I but... had to think for a second. I was like, a cricket? And then I remember, because I was thinking the animal. And then I remembered that you got a cricket, the machine. Because you told me about that. I'm like, why the heck I was like, so why didn't I have this before? <laughs> I know. She was so excited about it. I'm like, I don't know. Why didn't you? Right. It makes making things a lot easier. Just don't tell my son that you have one because he, for some reason, wants one. And I said, absolutely not. I'm not spending They're money expensive. on that. Yeah. So just don't tell him you have one. He can come use it. Maybe he'll come on Sundays. Which one? He, does he, which one does he fear less? He almost wanted. He almost came today. He almost did. But well, Kate is not here he today. He told so. me that he is actually terrified of Helios. He is a big guy, <laughs> but he's a big teddy bear. He's. It's like I am terrified of the stump of death, and I said he doesn't the have the stump of death, of death anymore. <laughs> The stump of death. When he had his little cast on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I he said, doesn't, he doesn't have, have the cast anymore. He hasn't had it in forever. I know. And he goes 
but he's still big. <laughs> but he's not going to get used to him if he doesn't I know. <laughs> he's so funny. He's he, he really wanted to play with the kitties. He loves kitties, not so much dogs. I understand that. And I said, well, we can tell her to put away the dogs until you come inside, and then you can come sit down here and listen to us record. No, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Suit well, the kitties aren't down here, you see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Fair. We, I almost had him. Almost had him. Next time. <laughs> I'm working on him. Yeah. Well, and when he comes, when it's a little warmer, and Helios is outside, I think he'll start. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because we fixed that thing. area that he was getting out of. Well, tired. Anyways, this is funny. The stump of death. Stump of death. <laughs> I don't know why he called it that. <laughs> well, do you remember what tea we're drinking? It's time to spill the tea. What are you thinking? What are you drinking? I know you said green tea because we were talking about how they decaffeinated it. Well, this says decaffeinated. I doubted that it is. Uh, chamomile? Yeah, honey, lemon, chamomile. Which, isn't chamomile supposed to put you to sleep? Are you trying to make me sleepy? No, it's just supposed to, like, relax okay. and, like, calm which, you. Which I do need because driving here, we got, like, what, a foot of snow? Two feet of snow? It feels like three know. feet of snow. but It's pretty high. It it's up dumped. on, like, mid of my calf, and I'm not sure. <laughs> it dumped. We were starting to worry about if we not worry. We starting, I was. We were starting to we're be run out concerned water. if we were ever going to get snow. Yeah, I was like, please don't be a repeat of like two years ago. If you know where we live, then you were all sharing that. Uh, where the heck is our snow? It's we did not have a white Christmas. We need this for summer. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and then it, it decided dumped. to dump, and it like blew in from the west here. So it's like in our our porch faces out west for those of you who don't know and so it's like all filled up on our porch <laughs> this morning i come out to take um the oldest teenager to work and poor mama is out there trying to get food and her food bowl and the water bowl had like a foot of snow in Aww. it so i had to like dig it out and then i made him put more food in it and came home and like dumped out the ice cube that was on the bottom did like hot water because it was cold the second I put it down and then she was like oh thank you yeah so but I mean I my new car handles snow really well our car our new car does too I still preferred this is gonna sound funny I prefer driving in the truck in the snow well yeah because you know that it it's or very, we'll drive. It's really it's, reliable. I've yeah. been driving it for yeah. years now. But also, it like hunkers down. Like you turn it to the four because I, I can do two by or four by. And I turn it to the four by and it just you feel it go mm-hmm. down onto the road. You're like, okay, I got this. And it's just like, I'm not leaving. Where And I've never had it slide before. Whereas the new car, even when I put it in the snow, sometimes it just slightly skids a little bit and I'm like okay <laughs> I don't feel like I'm in danger it's just yeah. I'm like you're not the truck here but the new car has better lights than the truck does and I'm like so if we could just like Rose merge this yeah right well right. I mean I obviously still took the, the car 
better gas mileage. I that mean, you too. weren't going far. No, like two seconds away. But the truck was further away from the door, too. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what. Yeah, so this is very yummy. Our snowstorm it was. Uh, warming my insides. Yeah, it's yummy. It's tasty. Thank you for making it. Yeah. Well, and I I got these. These are, we have them in tea mugs. And I got these years ago. And the first, the first one I got, it has like the tea thing where you can put on the cap. Screw it on. So you can do loose leaf if you want to. Um, and you can pull it out if you need to. But like maybe two or three years later, I bought one for um spot. Um, and so that one you have to screw it on into the actual like lid of it because you can open them on both sides, right? And so it's one of those like first world problems where I was like, why isn't the same? Because it's the same same company. <laughs> why aren't these matching? Why didn't you make it the same? The first one was better. <laughs> But they're cool mugs. They keep it warm. They have like a little cover thing on it so it stays cozy. warm. Yeah. Keeps it cozy. Keeps your hand like from it. burning. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So on to our musings. Let's listen to some musings. Quotes, poems, short stories, inspirational, uplifting news, and of course, hippy-dippy astrology. Um, I had one quote. I'll share it later. Um. But to go along with our theme, um, I'm going to quote from the Celtic woman, the call song that they do. And I didn't type it out because I remembered after I typed everything that I was going to do this quote. So I'm going to read it really quickly with the, and try not to um, smack the microphone. That's where I am today. Um, it begins verse two of the song. Sometimes it is in desire or in the love we fear. When the call keeps calling us till the fear will disappear. When we have no dance to dance, the call is in the song. When we have no voice to sing, then the call is calling strong. Open your heart. I am calling you. Right from the very start, your wounded heart was calling too. Open your arms. You will find the answer when you answered to the call. That's cool. Yeah. It's, I mean, if, you, if you're familiar with them, because we had the privilege, that was the event that we couldn't talk about. The, not just, oh, wow, that was absolute honor not just privilege of freaking honor yeah. they are amazing well and they have <laughs> awesome musicians that um go with them and the symphony that we were with they're great um so it was beautiful but i what i liked about it is the fact that it points out that sometimes we we get a a call to action or whatever the call might be for you um when it's desired like when we're like, yeah, I need to make this change or when we're in love or if we're in fear. Um, and I think sometimes we're not daring when we're 
fearful, but that's the only way out of fear is answering the call. Um, and it even says that the call keeps calling us till the fear will disappear. And so it just is reminding us to open our hearts to the call to change or the call to action. Um, and and I think this one is the most potent part of it. Right from the very start, your wounded heart was calling too. Then you you realize that if it's from you that call. So. Did you buy that music book after we saw them, or before? have you always had that? Um, I bought it before. I think I bought it maybe a year or so ago. The uh, city east of us, as opposed to going down south from us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're about the same amount of time, but we enjoy going up yes. east more. Um, they have a bookstore, of course. It's all the bookstores that I go to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they have like music and everything in it too. And so I picked it up because I was like, oh, cool. Love it. Is it Celtic or Celtic woman? Um, You can say either. I say Celtic, but some people say Celtic. I hear more Celtic, but. Celtic. No one's going to be like. (sighs) I recommend listening to them. Yeah, they're beautiful. Holy crap. They're beautiful. I can't wait to see them again. Even our teenagers and, well, preteen. <laughs> so knocking on the, the teenage door. Yes. They were, they were thrilled. And oh, I was yeah. like, so we can do this again? And they were like, yes. And I was like, good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. And then, of course, our, my viola player was like, oh, it's a viola. And I was like, well, she's, she's more of a fiddler. Because of you know a violin much yeah. smaller than a viola, but the fiddle is kind of in between the two of them, and he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah," that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> He's so cute. I know things. I one of the things I enjoyed when we were at that um, symphony was just them on the edge of their seats, just. Yeah, the eyes look of wide like, open. Just they were hundred percent in. Oh yeah, a hundred percent in. Yeah, no fidgeting. Just edge of their seats, eyes wide open, staring in awe. <laughs> and they had different kind of pipes and stuff, and so oh, they yeah. were like, "What's that?" And, yeah. Oh, Caden turns to to Spot and is like, "That's cool." Yep. I was like, "Yep." So it was. It was nice. To kind of introduce them a little bit more. Because they've seen things, of course, right? Yeah. But kind of give them a taste of it. Because before it was just like music that mom listens to. (laughs) And then when I listen to their playlist, except for the like video game ones that they listen to or like the sitcom kind of things that they listen to. Mm -hmm. The rest of it is like my playlist. I'm like, where did you think you learned all this music from? That's <laughs> oh, funny. Between the two of us, Spot and I, we're both music freaks. Like, okay. But yeah, that that's my quote. Thank you for sharing that. I enjoyed that. You're very welcome. I guess it's my turn again, too, huh? For the hippy-dippy astrology and other learnings. Um, So a little while ago, I got a request 
um, about the history of Jade. Like, what is Jade? Why is it so important? Um, and so I went both ways of what it is truly and then kind of the symbolism behind it, too. Okay. So Jade is a metamorphic rock. It is formed by heat and pressure on the minerals called pyroxene. And there are two types of jade. It's the nephrite, which is silicate of calcium and magnesium. And I, I'm probably saying all of these wrong, but and jadeite, silicate of sodium and aluminum. Of course, if other metals contaminate it, and I put that in air quotes, um, other colors will appear. But usually the jadeite one is the emerald green that you kind of associate with jade, you know. Um, So why am I bringing this up? Well, jade has been used in many civilizations for thousands of years. Most people, at least I do, think of the Japanese, or not Japanese, I'm so sorry, the Chinese culture when talking about jade. What I was happy to find that other people throughout the Earth's lifetime have also enjoyed this beautiful stone. Like even down in um, Central and South America, like the the Mayan people they brought up, um, the Nordic people they brought up over in Europe. Um, so I, I, it was interesting for me because beforehand I generally thought of the Chinese culture. That's where we see it most prevalent, right? And other Oriental cultures. Um, but it, it, um, it's a symbol of nobility and wealth and protection, protector of generations living and past. Um, it also said to promote feelings of love inside and out, compassion, confidence, health, and ability to resolve emotional and spiritual issues. Compatible stones for grounding, it is recommended to use with obsidian, moss agate, smoky quartz, black tourmaline, or shungite. I don't know that one very well. For good fortune and abundance, it is recommended to use with citron, carnelian, tiger eye, and emerald. So that's jade for you. A little taste of it, at least. Like it. I have a jade stone. You do too. Yes, yeah, you gave, gave it to me. Yeah, I love my jade stone. I use the, I use like the flat one with like the little claws. Yeah. I use that in the shower to kind of like rub out all of the toxin stuff. Oh, in, I've never thought in about my, in the shower. Yeah, because you're already in there sweating and stuff. You might as well get it all out. So I, I push it all down. And then um, the roller one I use like if, if I'm laying in bed and my body hurts, I kind of just like rub my my face with it or if I have time to and I'm just chilling I like to rub my face with the roller one I love rolling my face it feels feels so good good. especially when I have like a sinus infection oh yeah it feels so good yeah yeah I remember I think it was I think it was Jade I'm pretty sure um we went to Hong Kong or Thailand one of those places and my dad found he he was thinking my grandmother wanted jade earrings or a necklace or some sort of jade jewelry 
my dad was like, I have to find the perfect one to bring her back. Mm. That's what she wanted. That's so sweet. And then when she passed away, he's like, that was one of the things he's like, I have to find this in her house and make sure that I get it back. That Like nobody else gets it because it was important, you know? Yeah. Well, it says it's a protector of generations. So, and and that's a link to her as well, of course. Yeah. But. I just remember that. I think, a, he, I think cool he got stone. a jade item too. See, this is up my hippy dippiness. So, like, I, if I feel like I need a little extra in the day, I'll just, I have like these little honeycomb um, holder things. <laughs> What's the technical terms that I'm using today? Thingamabob. Thingamabobbers. <laughs> Um, and I just kind of look at them and kind of put my hand over it and whichever one is calling to me, I'll pick that one up. So I have not a jade. Well, I kind of, I have one that could be a jade stone, but I don't think it is, um, beyond what I already said I have, but that's okay. I can always just use my. Just bring along my little claw thing in my pocket. <laughs> I love it's it. Fine. <laughs> um, uh, any inspiring or uplifting news? I saw one. <laughs> this is so cute. Um, it was from a Pennsylvania animal shelter yeah. over the holidays. Um, every single one of their animals was adopted. They were totally empty for the first time in almost 50 years. I thought that was so cute. I can't go to animal shelters. <laughs> I'll bring like so many home and we're overflowing. I just thought that was so precious. It was on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, that's so cute. It was over the, for the holidays. Everyone had a family. I just it was that's so cute. cute. I, I had to show that. I mean, everyone can still do that. I know. Rush out and get, a, you know, yeah. you don't have to have a brand new one. No. I, I mean, they're cute, too. And oh, they're adorable. you're welcome to get them as well. But there are some that are just waiting to be yeah. adopted. Yeah. And they're adorable. So, yes. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, not to take away from that, but it kind of reminds me of a thing that I was reading this morning on Facebook of this person who adopted a dog. It was a black lab. And the shelter was like, yeah, this is, this is the dog for you. And they were like, they were like, I don't know. They were having a hard time, both of them. Um, and the the place was calling um Reggie was this dog and about 2 weeks in which was the amount of time that the vet service said you know just give them 2 weeks this person realized that they had not read the note that came with the dog oh no and as you as you're reading this note it's a person who is like my parents died a long time ago and um i wish you weren't reading this letter but if you are then i hope you will give my friend my fam my only family 
um, as much love as I did. And um, his, his name is Tank because that is what I do in the service. And I'm being called to Iraq. And so if you are reading this letter, it is because I can no longer be his family. So take care of him. Know that he loves tennis balls. I've always seen him with two, trying to get three and things like that. And then the person who adopted this dog was comes out or puts the letter down and goes to the dog and is like, Tank. And the dog just looks at him and he's like, Tank, Tank, Tank. And he did it until the dog relaxed and realized that this was his forever home again and that he was home again. And he went and got his tennis balls and came out and had all three of them in his mouth. And yeah. So sometimes we think about people or not people, dogs who are in shelters thinking, oh, they were not wanted or they were just strays. But there's a reminder that there are situations that they were loved and a part of a family and just need another family. And the ones that were strays, they need to know what it feels like to be loved and a part of a family. Um, that was one of the hardest things on my mission is seeing all these stray dogs. I wanted to take them all home and I couldn't. But anyways, that is so yeah it was a sad one but sorry so for that place in pennsylvania thank you for adopting them because you probably gave somebody a forever home that had one and the ones that didn't they get to feel what love feels like and i think Mm -hmm. that's what every being not just human being but being wants even if they act out and say that's not what they want um got to find the right way of doing it but that was very inspiring thank you for sharing yeah thank you for adding on to that absolutely oh absolutely well on that note that sad lovely note (laughs) happy sad lovely note (laughs) um today's topic is music for healing it's what you've been waiting for the main event the main topic so how I'm going to ask this question. How often does one hear music throughout the day? I know I hear it all the time. I put it on when I'm driving. I put it on. You walk into stores. There's yeah, you walk into most stores, often music playing. Grocery stores. Um, coffee shops. It's just a way of calming of when the TV's on, there's probably music on the shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How often does one listen to music to pump them up or elevate to a better mood? Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, When we were younger and wanted to go out and have a good time. Absolutely. Always had like jamming music on. My girlfriends and I would be driving in the car to get to go to like a dance <laughs> with like the AC blowing so we wouldn't pit out. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Why did you have to say that when I was taking a drink? <laughs> it's just, it's when it aligned. It wasn't on purpose, but yeah, yeah we would do awesome. that. Yep. Yep. Or um, how often does music join the workout routine? Or have you tried working out without music? No, That's because awful. it's awful. <laughs> um, or a special event. I mean, weddings, we have music. Birthdays, we have music. Even if it's just a whole bunch of people singing to you out of tune. Happy birthday. You know, um, we have dancing at weddings. We have dancing at parties. At barbecues, we throw on, you know, whatever music we listen to um, just to create a fun atmosphere. So I, you're you're feeling down, or you're just you need sleepy, or you know whatever, and you're not supposed to be sleepy. Thirty second dance party, yeah, that helps. Or you are trying to wind down from your day, you throw on tunes while you're sitting in the bubble bath. Yep, a soaking. Well, I don't Epsom salt bath is what I do, but (laughs) for my achy body. Yeah, the relaxing. Yeah, it just music. calms you down. So pretty much, music is all around us. Um, it can be inspiring, healing, fun, romantic, and so much more. It is with us every day and in many different ways. Um, I think a bird song. Bird song. When the birds are outside chirping. I was giving her a really confused, what the <laughs> heck are you talking about? Which is look. why I keep saying <laughs> And then explain when the birds are out there singing bird song. Gotcha. I think of mel- melodic laughter and, and, of course, instrumental and vocal music. Um, it joins us, like we said, in the car as we run errands, go to work, come home from school, as we party and relax, essentially everywhere. How often do we stop and see the effects of music? What do you think? How often do we stop and think about it? I don't think we ever stop and think about it. At least not on a whole, in a conscious way, I think. Right? Um, I know in my mind, I think of music as a language form. Um, From my experience of being in band and singing and all of that I, it is a form of a language it's not just words that come out but if they have a meaning and it touches you down um into your core well and think about it not now that i think about it um i i mean i sometimes do it but now but especially as a teenager i would do it you know you have your playlists on your phone or your whatever you had as a teenager mp3 player ipod you know whatever you had <laughs> you have well, your I playlist I <laughs> my son asked me the other night what did you listen to music the radio on? <laughs> i had a walkman a what <laughs> mm-hmm. um yep and then a cd player remember yeah. like the disc yep. man mm-hmm. uh anyway so you have the <laughs> playlist and they're named you know Moody playlist, uh, cleaning playlist, uh, your mixtapes, your, yeah, your mixtapes, yeah. uh, your, you know, your, I need to cry playlist. I, I need to relax, you know, relaxing playlist. I mean, we still do. Uh, yeah. On Spotify, you can create those. Yeah. I, I don't have them quite as much now because 
I don't, I don't have the time. <laughs> I'm just grumbling under my breath. I want to listen to this <laughs> artist and maybe they'll throw other things in there. Um, yeah, right. Um, but that was like big thing for me was to have my playlist of my mood in the moment. This yeah. is the artist. This is a specific song I want right in that moment. And that's what I was listening to based on my mood in that moment. Oh, yeah. It was huge. Oh, yeah. I think we still do that. Like, um, if you're sad, you want something that's going to comfort you. So you put on a comforting mm-hmm. song. If you... Because you don't want something exhausted. You don't want to listen to, like, yeah. <laughs> this jazzy kind of stuff. You're like, ugh. Because when you're sad, you don't want an uplifting song that's going to bring you out of your funk. You want something sad that's going to, like, make you, you cry. Or, you, you need know? a hug. So that it hugs you. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Because music is that powerful. Absolutely. It's definitely going to enhance your mood one way or another. Absolutely. It's beautiful. It's thrilling. And many times without our knowing, healing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I thought focusing on music therapy was one aspect aspect of narrowing down music, right? Because we could talk about all sorts of things with that broad subject. So music therapy, what is it? Um, from my research, music therapy is the clinical use of music to help treat someone in any of the following areas. And it does state, and I think it's important, it doesn't mean you need to know music th- theory. It doesn't mean you need to know how to play an instrument um, to have a treatment for this. Um, it is that you have a need for it. It is to help, and again, like I said, in the following areas, mental health. Development and learning disabilities, age-related conditions, substance abuse, brain injuries, physical disabilities, acute and chronic pain, um, and labor and delivery. Because that's a traumatic experience. You know, in the movies, they they say, oh, my God, turn the car around. I forgot my iPod or, you know. (laughs) Because, you know, yeah, they need their playlist for labor. Yeah. It is stressful. Yeah. Beyond stressful. Yeah. My first time absolutely did not know what was going on, even though I read, like, all these books. Oh, I was so unprepared. And my, the hospital that I Terrified. gave birth at, they did horrible job at helping me and preparing Well, the doctor me. did a horrible job. Everybody else was great. Oh, the for me, for me, it was everybody <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> the second one for me, um, I was like, I, I know at this point I need I can have this. And so they were like, oh, you're, you know, dilated to five, which is what it is that you can start having your your medicine and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, painkillers. And they were like, oh, you have to wait. And I said, I do not have to wait. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh, I know. My arm's right here. I am waiting for you. Did you use music in your labor? No. But I was also with a different person in my life. See, I didn't. I I, I didn't use music. I didn't know. It never came to my thoughts. I know. It never occurred to me. In hindsight, it would have been nice. I think that should be mandatory. I think so, too. 
But I also, my second time, I had a nurse midwife. She was awesome. Like, what I was think everybody should have a midwife and music. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. She was just kind of like, she like came and checked on me every couple minutes. Um, and she, um, well, so my, the, the first time, it's totally off topic, but the first time the doctor was like, no, you have to feel the pain so you know where to push. And I was like, that doesn't seem right to me. And then I told my nurse midwife that, and she was like, oh, no, 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 no. You just have to be able to know that your body is contracting. And I was like, that seems right, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, hellacious experience the first time. The second time, no, your body will tell you when to do it. You just follow your body and relax when you need to. And no, you don't have to feel pain. Oh, okay. Excellent. Because I don't want to be in pain. <laughs> Who does? I mean, some people do completely natural, and that's great for them. And I, Hats kudos off to, to you. you. Jeez, I can't do that. No, 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 no. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we can talk about that on another episode. Yeah, we can. But yeah, um, I, I think the music should be a requirement in labor and delivery rooms because it definitely well, has many... benefits in pain management. It's distracting to the brain. Yeah. The how right many, kind of music. Yeah. How many times do we watch like sitcoms or movies where they're doing surgery and they put on their favorite tunes? Or because it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Or how many times we walk into a doctor's office and they have music playing because it's stressful. Yeah. And listening to the tunes kind of calms you down and, like, helps you get through the stress. Makes sense to me to have it when a woman and the father are going through a stressful time. <laughs> um. So when did this begin? Um... Music being used for health and healing has been around for a very long time. It a very long very time. I was thousands. I was shocked that how far back it went. It, thousands of years. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, but the, what I noticed was music therapy as we see ouch, as we sorry, I just whacked myself. On the the modern yes. music therapy began after world war Two. yep world war one was the beginning of when they started seeing yeah. it but those wars were so close together yeah and then world war Two, um because they saw with the vets and everybody the community um, music- musicians would mm-hmm. come into the hospitals and mm-hmm. perform for the veterans and the soldiers would improve physically and mentally, and mentally. faster yeah and they're like oh wait a minute oh, there's a connection here <laughs> Now, hold on. And then they would hire professionals to come in and do that. I think it's a reminder that just because it's old doesn't mean it's not relevant. Oh, just because it's been here forever. Those are sometimes the most relevant things. Mm -hmm. If it's been here forever, look at why it's been here forever (laughs) and integrate it with the newer ideas. Right? That's my thought process. I could be wrong. 
1944, the first music therapy degree program in the world was founded at Michigan State University because they found that these musicians that they were hiring needed to have more, I guess, medical, if you want to say medical background, they needed to be prepared for what they saw, right? How many times when I was a phlebotomist did I go in a person's room and they had all these questions and I was like, I am not the nurse. I can answer some things because I have some background, but. Well, and also too, when you're in a hospital, if you're working in a hospital and you're going into these environments or these rooms and you have to know be how prepared to... for what you see. Oh, yeah, they they did psychology classes you have to do, things like that, because you have to be able to handle what you see, but you also have to help people go through what they're going through mm-hmm. and do it in a kind way, you know, with that bedside manner that they talk about all the time. Uh but um, in 1998, the American Music Therapy Association, which is the AMTA, was founded as a union of the National Association for Music Therapy and the American Association for Music Therapy. Just to throw some tidbit facts in there. <laughs> that music therapy is real. It's, it's a real. real thing. It has an association, <laughs> not just a national one. I'm sure there's a global one. I didn't look that up i probably should have uh, definitely american association we like our associations though oh yeah yeah gotta put some guidelines down <laughs> which are not bad guidelines no. aren't bad they just you know yeah you don't have to have a guideline for everything but for these important things and it, it helps regulate in terms of making sure people are getting the care that they need um we are human though so there are going to be flaws in any situation just do the best you can. And I was surprised. Um, actually, no, I wasn't surprised. But it, the list of proven psychological benefits of music therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. Like mental benefit. So there's physical, there's the physical benefits, and then there's mental and psychological mm-hmm. benefits. Um, so I did not realize, but it kind of makes sense that music therapy, these are proven, they can lower heart rate and blood pressure. It can, and yes, I knew it could reduce stress and improve your sleep. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't realize that it can boost your memory and cognitive function. And so they've used music therapy to help with dementia patients, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Well, I didn't know that until looking more yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which I think is amazing. And and to go out of the medical field, they use it at, in schools. Yeah. You have your music department, right? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Choir band orchestra if there's an orchestra um but it also can be used in the ieps which is the individualized education plan um it kind of music learning is used to strengthen non-musical areas such as communication skills and physical coordination skills of course very important for daily life and just life in general oh yeah definitely yeah um nursing homes oh yeah 
not just to help with the emotional and social aspect, but physical, like you said, um, and functioning, the sensory and intellectual stimulation of music can help those that are in the nursing home. Uh, it, 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 it reduces anxiety, alleviates depression, um, helps regulate emotions, especially the difficult emotions. Like you said, in the IEPs mm-hmm. with kids that are having a hard time, um, nursing homes with patients, or not patients, but people who are maybe sad or I, I don't want to say struggling, but I guess I'll say struggling. You know, yeah. it's a hard time of life where it's, it's kind of a weird time of life where you're like, they don't know what's, they might not know exactly what's going on. They don't really feel like this is a, their place in life. Yeah. You had this, this life in your home and then all you had your family and then you're in this kind of like nursing it, home, you know, yeah. you're not, some nursing homes are great. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong, but some, some are, and some are, are not. not, you know? <laughs> yep. And so they might be having some pretty Difficult emotions there, and there might there might not be mentally all there, and might not understand what's happening. No. And music can help with that. It can it uh, can? And uh, music therapy, music therapy helps if I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can assist in the processing of trauma, and it can help facilitate self reflection. Mm-hmm. Um. But both I of those... use it for meditating. Oh yeah, definitely. Because sometimes, I mean, like I said, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD, some <laughs> form of it, and sometimes my brain I cannot quiet it down. But if I put on like piano guys or acoustic guitar or something, and just let that go, my brain can anchor onto that, and then I can just sit in peace. Or and water, it... put water on, but then I have to pee. <laughs> it's not helpful it's true though (laughs) so i mean do what you want thunderstorms are easier i don't have to pee darn thunderstorms so we use um on spotify the uh thunderstorms lightning and thunderstorm or i guess it wouldn't be lightning because you can't really hear lightning well kind of but thunderstorm rainstorm for sleeping Mm -hmm. both my son and i use it because yeah it's just soothing. I yeah, can well, sleep with or without it, but he cannot sleep without sure, it. Sure, but you have like the moments, right, where your brain won't turn yeah. off. And if you put it on, it makes you like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, hush your mouth. I also think it's a routine for him because we've been doing it for years. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, bedtime. That makes sense. You know, this is turned on. Bedtime. <laughs> Maybe that's why Lorenzo's having a hard time because I used to do that for him all the time. And then he's, then we stopped mm. and he was fine. But he's been having issues with it. So maybe that's what I need to start doing again. And and music therapy, it ranges from, you know, listening to the music, playing, playing the instrument, sure. singing. It suggests drumming. It suggest, I mean, I it didn't suggest this, but I suggest this. Getting like those little um, bowls that you can kind of ring. Oh, yes. Ringing bowls. Yep. Um, you can write a song write either the lyrics or the actual music notes yep. um journaling or writing about how you're feeling while the 
song is playing or the music is playing. Yep. I mean, it's a wide variety of things. Yep. It's not tied down to just one yeah, it, you, you can thing. be participating in it in not just the listening form, but also creating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in psychiatry facilities, and I think I would like to see this more often because I didn't see it very much before. But also, also no, I can't talk. Um, I only saw glimpses because I was a phlebotomist. Like, I wasn't there the whole time. but. Um, music therapy also helps people with mental health needs to explore personal feelings, make positive changes in mood, as it says, and emotional states, have a sense of control over life because, you know, they're responding to how it makes it feel, them feel, and they have control over it. Um... Practice problem solving and resolve conflicts leading to stronger family and peer relationships. So, um, something that I also thought very interesting, because you don't think about it, just like sometimes you don't think about the fact that you could get a massage and not all the time is it covered by insurance. They do have like the maximum that you could do. I don't know with this, but um, I found it surprising and thrilling that insurance. Some insurance will cover it as long as there are a doctor's or provider's note, like nurse practitioner, things like that, um, a treatment plan, and proof that it will not only sustain condition of living, but also improve it. Really? Yeah. Medicare, Medicaid, some Medicaid in some states. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, there were a few others that were on the list that I saw. Of course, as of anything, do confirm that they will cover it before you start doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Please call your insurance first. (laughs) Coming from our background, it is just less stressful for everyone involved if you just confirm it. (laughs) Um... And then, that makes me happy. I'm. I yeah. did not know that, but that's that's awesome. I was I was thrilled about it. Um, I think to go along with what we were say, saying too, um, it helps you process your trauma, mm-hmm. and I think that goes back to meditating, right? Or I'm sure you've all heard. I I hear it, but in my hippy dippiness of doing shadow work. Of um, sitting with traumas and or feelings and finding where they come from. Are they a current thing? Are they a past thing? How far back do I have to go? Is this from my childhood? And it gives you an opportunity to kind of gauge that. Like when I was talking about the chipmunk song and how at first I would weep. I was crying. It was a happy song and I'm sitting there crying. Where does that come from? It comes from the memory of my grandma and they were happy memories. And so taking those, that crying and understanding that it's tears of joy, remembering, you know, that's not a bad thing. Tears aren't bad. I think sometimes we think that. And then just kind of not rewriting it, but analyzing, understanding it and then leaving it, you know, like it's okay. It's okay to have that feeling, you know, or sometimes we do have to rewrite right if there's 
a relationship that we don't like or whatnot, we can put on a song or whatever that takes us back to that. And we can sit with those things and be like, you know what? It's okay that I have these feelings. I don't need to have this person back in my life, but it's okay that I have these feelings and they will heal. Time will, time heals. Time heals. Sometimes we have to just allow that wound to heal. But if we always push it down, we never give it the light of day to heal. Right? It, like any wound scab or whatnot, if, if you keep it covered up, it's going to stay yucky and gross. But if we, you know, eventually let it breathe, come to light, um, it starts to make its own Band-Aid and will heal. And it, you might have a scar and emotional scars aren't bad either. But I just thought that was interesting. Self-reflection and assessing traumas all go under meditation. Oh, yeah. But music helps because just like smell, it transports you, right? You're in a coffee shop and you hear for us people that grew up in the 90s and thousands, you hear a song come on now in the grocery store, too. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember such and such time. <laughs> da, 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 da. Or, oh, that was that was an interesting time. <laughs> you know, well, well, you know, people have their wedding song. Oh, yeah. It's their memory. It's tied to a memory for them. That there's the reason they picked that song. And, you know, people have songs that are for, you know, other occasions, too. There's a memory. There's a reason. That it's because it's meaningful to them. And they, they want to have this memory forever. Because that's, music is powerful. Yeah. Um. And so we went to, when we went to the symphony, the Celtic, Celtic Woman. Woman Symphony, um, and, and not just this symphony, but anytime we go to a musical event, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I always get choked up because it's so powerful and I have this, I'm so moved. Yeah, it stirs things it up. It stirs inside. up these emotions or it stirs up this like aha moment in me where I'm like, oh, my God, I can conquer the world right now. Or I need to do like I'm going to do this with my life. You know? Well, there's messages in the, yeah, there's, in the songs. Yeah, there's and without fail, no matter what type of genre it is, I always have that moment mm -hmm. of. Either it's an aha moment of this is the answer I've been looking for, mm -hmm. or it's a I'm going to do this, I or I want to do this with my life, um, or I want to take on this task, or I want to start doing this, or you know whatever it is, mm -hmm. and it's because it's that's the healing power of music. Yeah, it's it's cathartic. It's well, good, because I have Snoopy opening next week, <laughs> and you should come and, and see magical. it. <laughs> well, I'm planning on it. Um, and it's a musical. <laughs> we love musicals. And music, so I played the piano growing up. Mm -hmm. and She even got an award for it. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, I sent her that picture. Was I was like, cute. whoa, I found my... <laughs> 
I was digging through my garage looking for something and I found the national certificate of something something or other and I was like whoa auditioning yes auditioning piano auditioning in elementary yes it was cute (laughs) and then she said she was terrified I specifically (laughs) remember sitting down in front of all the judges sure it's scary to be vulnerable terrifying I was terrified through my whole high school experience when I had to solo so I made it through it have to have that memorized no music in front of you oh yeah (sighs) <sighs> anyways or improv <laughs> oh that's scary too but anyways that's <laughs> straight fingernails trimmed <laughs> anyways practice however x amount of hours a day oh i enjoyed it <sighs> see this is where i don't understand like my boys enjoy playing their instruments and they enjoy music but, but it's like when, it's like when i i love swimming i love being in the pool but I hate getting in the pool. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Like, I'm like, no. Once you get going, no, you're once fine. once I'm in it, I'm yeah. fine. Yep. I'll be in there all day. Yep. They are the same. They're like, no, no, no. And then, oh, yeah, that was lovely. I'll be mm. down here for another two hours. I was the same way, though. I was the exact same way. I hated practicing. But once I got going, I was Oh, okay. I loved it. <laughs> I would be like, okay, I'm going to my room now. Goodbye. And Depending on my mood. But I was also rebellious. But anyways... <laughs> Um, to other things. <laughs> so I grew up playing the piano and also singing in various choirs throughout the years. Um, so I'm more musical. Uh, not anymore, but whatever. I don't yeah. think you ever lose it. Uh, so my emotions bled through the notes onto the piano, onto the piano, into the notes, whatever. Um, and so the notes that I played or sang and how much passion I would pour into my practice. If I was angry, then of course I'm. Everything was just a little bit more tense. Yeah. I'm like strong emotion. Pounding on the keys, you know. Oh, yeah. Or if I'm sad, then of course. Well, I'm... how many times do we go to a show and if they're if the actors or performers aren't in it, you're like, you well, that tell. was awful. Yeah. But you could go to the same show and have. Everybody on mm-hmm. is what we call right on. Everybody is in it. Yep. And enjoying it. Oh, it is a hundred plus times better. Yeah. Right. Um, and even if even if somebody this is, you know, for us who are terrified when they're performing, even those that are terrified and you can tell they're terrified, but you know that they're singing or playing from the heart, you forgive. So much because your heart is tuning into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who are terrified, remember that you are your hardest judge and you will expect perfection. But those who are listening to you are generally and genuinely, um, grateful that you're sharing your gift right um even if it's something that you had to work for right you work for it they're grateful that you're sharing your gift your time your talent and you Um, never know who you're gonna touch oh yeah in that moment oh yeah it's a throwdown it's a challenge we've got something for you so i have a challenge for growth um it has nothing to do with music. I mean, which 
I love. We we do have like meditation that we've we've had a challenge on. If you haven't started that, go back to that. See, the thing with challenges and, and, is, yeah. if you're not musical, and we if we give a challenge that's music related, modify it. Well, I was gonna say they or might they might you? be like, well, I don't want to do that. I can't participate. Well, you can participate. <laughs> Just modify so, it. Play so a new this instrument. Is why I was like, hey, this is cool that, you know, you're not doing music-related challenge. Well, and if it was, then, you know, just learn how to beat on your your pan. Start with that. Mm. And beat in time. I don't know. But anyways, your <laughs> challenge, though, is to do a week of cleanse to overcome the winter holidays. Is what I put in here. But remove as much processed sugar as you can and are comfortable with, right, for the, for this next week. And let us know how... A-Ray just doesn't want to be alone. I don't. <laughs> and let us know how you feel and see any if you see any changes. Now, from me, because I've been doing this since before Thanksgiving, the, cha- the things that I have seen is my mood is generally better. I'm still living life. I'm going to have ups and downs, right? It's not, gonna, it's not a cure for your mood. <laughs> but my mood is generally better. Um, my aches and pains are not as bad. Uh, they're more of just because of my chronic stuff, but I don't feel it like under a magnifying glass. It feels like it feels like, oh, we had a winter storm, not, oh my gosh, my whole body feels like it's going to (laughs) die. Um, and I've lost weight. That wasn't my goal. My goal was just to feel better. And I've succeeded in that. And so I keep doing it. Somebody said that my skin was looking better. I was like, ooh. ooh. Thank you. Is there a nice glow there? (laughs) Um, Oh, no. I'm going to get in trouble. I moved away from the mic. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So let us know how this week cleanse helps you. And if you feel like you're going to keep it or if you just feel like you're going to do it every once in a while. Because you can do either way. Or if it's not for you, uh, maybe you'll circle back to it later. I mean, there's some challenges that we put out that we started and then we'll probably circle back later as our, you know, time calms down. Challenge um, accepted. Excellent. I know we should have like something like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Mortal Kombat. Anyways. You've heard enough about us. Let's get a little bit from you. Here's your Q&A and your polls. Sip your tea. Let's chat a while. The Q&A for this week is, in what ways does music touch and or has it healed you? Or heals you? Um, So, in what ways does music touch and heal you or has touched and healed you? How about that? Love it. Um, Can't wait to read the answer. Me too. We have gotten a couple of answers here and there. Sweet. Um, and I just have been pushing them out because it's not like a whole bunch of answers yeah. yet. But as we start getting more, we'll start sharing more on our conversations. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. And then if you have any questions, you don't have to just an- you don't have to just answer our questions and our polls. But you are welcome to email us. You're welcome to hit us up on social media. Um, we're here. We want to connect with you and yeah. 
But we're so grateful for your support. We love all of you and we hope you have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging with AJ. And A-Ray, we hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.